Hello to everyone. It is again WISPIT. WISPIT, abbreviated, stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. Today, I would like to speak on the topic of the 24-hour balance. A few weeks ago, while going into a hardware store, I actually ran into one of my listeners and he told me that he enjoyed listening to the podcast and he made a special request. And as a young man, he stated that he often struggled with time and trying to balance everything and also trying to achieve some degree of financial success at the same time while continuing college and having future thoughts of where his life would be. So he asked the question, how do you do it? I understand upon listening to your podcast that you are a physician, you have your podcast, you have actually created and composed the music that is the background for the podcast. How do you do it all? How do you find the time? And how do you go about achieving some degree of financial success? He stated, while I'm in college, I know that I have to achieve my education, but sometimes I just worry about my end game. I could see that he was truly interested in some type of resolution in regards to his issue, and rightfully so. And he also stated that many of his friends were going through some of the same things. So this morning, I chose the topic of the 24-hour balance to try to represent what I think from my own personal experience would be some answers to his questions. First of all, I would like to say to my audience, I am not a financial advisor. I can only give you my personal experiences and what has worked for me. And I'm very thankful that the choices that I have made thus far have worked for me. So our conversation started off like this. There are 24 hours in a day. You have what I call mandatory hours and mandatory hours encompass your time to sleep, your time to work, and for those that have families and children, it also encompasses that time as well. So if there are 24 hours in a day, and I am just approximating here, and the average person now sleeps anywhere from, let's say, five to eight hours on average, and they work eight to 10 hours per day, 
and they have children to care for and family duties. Let's just say on average, you have approximately 18 to 20 or 22 hours that you are participating in things that you have to do. Now, for single people who may not have children, you may have a little bit more of what I call relaxation hours. So the question is, what are you doing and how are you using those remaining two to four to six hours in a day? Are you using those hours to worry, to be anxious, wasting, contemplating the things that you need to deal with, things that you're trying to avoid dealing with? Or maybe that extra time is spent with extracurricular activities. Well, either way, time is crucial. How you spend it or how you waste it will determine your ultimate outcome. So I will start off with just a few personal challenges. Well, one of my personal challenges that I start my day with is with my devotional time with God. I find that for me, it brings about personal clarity, mental clarity. My devotional time helps me to be able to see with spiritual eyes and to hear with spiritual ears. The second challenge is the importance of health. You see, there is no wealth without health. And I have a personal saying that we eat for two reasons. It is important to eat to live. And then it's a nice thing to eat because you like. As a physician, it's interesting that whenever I am dealing with a patient who may be encompassing weight loss, we always come to that topic or that question, what are you eating now? How much exercise are you getting? How much time are you balancing? And it's always interesting to me that when I asked the question, do you eat enough green vegetables? Are you eating enough of the right types of food that bring about energy and not fatigue? See, again, just like wealth, your health is very important. It's extremely important to find balance. Too much sugar and fat in the diet will bring about obesity. Too much spending and not enough saving. Well, I think we all know where that will lead. So in saying all of that, 
the young man who asked about balance and wealth was posed a question as well as a challenge by me. And one of the questions that I asked was, are you a spender or are you a saver? Or would you say that you are somewhere in the middle? So I also posed this same question to my listeners. Are you a spender? Are you a saver? Or are you somewhere in the middle? Now, again, let me say this. I am not a financial advisor. But one of the key ingredients that I have found for me is the diversification of finance. And I say that in saying this. It is important to save. It is important to make proper investments. It is important to do your research on making proper investments. It is important to encompass ownership. It is important to not spend more than you save. I remember as a little girl, my grandmother, who had only a sixth grade education, was one of the wisest women I ever knew in my lifetime. She was actually the person who taught me how to be able to count money backwards and the importance of saving and balance. And it's so interesting even these days uh, in this world of computer technology and cash registers, etc., that if that cash drawer closes and you are trying to get change back from someone and this world has become so codependent on that machine that it actually takes the average person just a few extra seconds in order to calculate how much change they may have to give back to you. Particularly if you even throw them off by saying, oh, instead of giving me this eight cents back, let me give you this amount of money so I can come out with an even dollar, quarter, or whatever the case may be. I think we all get the point here. But moving forward, without balance, there is no sustainability. You have to have a plan and a dream of where you first want to be. And then you have to start don't procrastinate. Let me say that again. You have to have a plan and a dream of where you want to be. And then you have to start. Start somewhere. Don't procrastinate. You have to do your research. Begin by contacting reputable investment companies. Ask the right questions. Ask them questions about things you don't understand and don't be afraid. Ask the companies what their minimum dollar amount is in order to begin your investment. Then ask, what is the average percentage of return on your money versus a national average? And above all, don't be impractical or greedy. Nothing that's great 
comes always with a short game. Let me say it in another way. Investing and long-term wealth, that's a long-haul game, not a short game. And it's never too late to start. First, balance yourself by avoiding excess spending versus saving. And if you can, and you have the opportunity to buy land or real estate, that's always a great commodity, especially land. So let me give you just a very simple example. And this is just one example. Let's say for instance, you and I are going to make a purchase for a car. And I have a business, but the other person that's going to purchase a car does not. And let's pick something maybe on the, uh, I guess, high end. Let's say, uh, I don't know, BMW or Mercedes or whatever the brand may be. The reason that I may choose these is, you know, these are considered luxury cars because there's also a luxury tax associated with it. And most people or some people may not be aware of that. Well, the clear distinction in the business owner is that the purchase of that car being used for that business becomes a write-off. So that helps to offset the depreciation which basically means it offsets the amount of money that you would be losing walking off of that lot after purchasing that car. A person who does not have a business, that's really a total depreciation of that car, much more so than for that business owner. So in saying this, I'm using this as an example of practicality in terms of watching how you spend and what you spend your money on. And while we all like nice things, clothes, shoes, whatever the case may be, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't let others make you feel guilty because you don't have the latest and greatest in fashion wear or shoes, etc. Remember, it is ultimately about your long game. Another point that I would like to make that I also made to this young man was, you can't have everyone in your ear. Surround yourself with others of like mind. Wealth is built on great examples, having patience, and ultimately having a plan. Again, it is your long game. A few weeks ago, I remember reading something that appeared on my computer about the billionaires Warren Buffett and Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs, of course, as many of you know, uh, was the 
uh, originator of the uh, Apple computer, etc. And one of the comments that was made in this article that I was reading was that they made the comment both in, in different ways was that the way that they achieved their success and wealth was not saying yes to everything. I guess to make a shorter point in paraphrasing, it was said like this, you sometimes have to say no to a lot of little things in order to say yes to one great thing. And at first I thought, wow, that's a powerful statement. And you know, you have to let that statement marinate in your mind. But the more I started thinking about it and doing a little research, I thought that it was just very interesting. And I went on and I looked up some other information on Warren Buffett and you know, he talked about how he has these team of people that just make a lot of uh, these decisions um, that he allows, of course. But he starts off by basically saying, no, I'm not going to go to this meeting. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And I say that understanding that what he's really saying is not that he doesn't think all of these other things are important. But it is impossible as one human being to be all things for all people. You sometimes have to be there to be able to concentrate on your A game. But these are again are my thoughts. So I will end this podcast with this summary of what I think is the most important point. And that is, you need to be the master of your ship. You have to be steady, balanced, patient. Stay positive and stay the course. Don't spread yourself too thin. And most importantly, embrace the challenge of a new beginning. Again, I thank all of you for listening in as always. And if there is a particular topic or something that you would like to hear, please feel free to reach out through my Instagram name of A.R. Wispit. That is A-R-W-I-S-P-I-T. And until next time, thank you.